Listening to MLVC, the Madonna podcast, your place for all things Madonna, Louise, Veronica, Ciccone. Hey, everybody, it's Tony, and I will not be your mistress tonight. <laughs> well, well, well. If he won't be your mistress tonight, I will be. Hey, everybody, it's Ben. <laughs> Amen to that, Benjamin. Amen Hello. To that. Yes. <laughs> And hey, everybody, it's Stefan. Thanks for joining us for another episode of MLVC. We'll give it up, give it up, do as I say. Today is our season four finale. I I cannot believe we have been podcasting about Madonna for four years. I mean, you know, Stefan, I I recall in our earliest days of infancy, uh, being in an elevator with some coworkers, you know, in that gorgeous building on Broadway in Houston. And, you know, they just looked at me and they're like, how much could you actually talk about Madonna? And one of them snarkily said, he's like, well, if it were about Mariah, you'd have a lot to talk about. Well, here we are four years later proving them wrong, right? Yes. Amen to that. Very impressive. I get that question all the time. Be like, you have a podcast about Madonna? Is there really that much to talk about? Uh, Yes, there is. Yes, there is. You'd be surprised, right, Ben? Absolutely. Well... (laughs) <laughs> I guess if you didn't know, you'd be surprised. But for the rest of us, we're like, wait, just four seasons? <laughs> <laughs> what took you so long? I know, right? right? Before we jumped into some of the, the topics of the day, I wanted to talk to... Well, first, let me just say, it is it is we are remiss to say that our dear Liberty is unable to join us for our season finale. She has unfortunately caught some germs from the kitties at school and has taken to taken ill to bed. So she is with us in spirit, and uh, we will hear from her in season five again. But um, well, and she's also on our our theme song, so she's still here. Yeah, she's she's. An eternal part of the show, and we love you, Liberty, and I hope you feel better. And Feel uh, better. More of her in season five. Yeah, she needs to get one of those Justin Timberlake vitamin B12 shots that Madonna gave in his ass that one time on the airplane. Oh, my God. God, how mm. much PR did they just squeeze out of that one factoid? <laughs> Before we step into the topics of today, I wanted to do a little review of season four and go over some of the awesome highlights, because if you don't toot your own horn, who the hell is going to toot your horn for you? Exactly. We have a lot to be proud of this season. Yes, absolutely. Uh, well, I wanted to like, I mean, I was looking back at our episodes and I like look at our guests that we've had, Stephen Bray, with the Breakfast Club, Vincent Patterson, James Foley, we had Acacia Ruthie from the Girly Show, also Christopher Childers, Jamal Story, Maxie Shield. I mean, that's oh, just like great. just tons and tons of people. Tony, what were what were one is one of your favorite guests that we spoke to this season? Oh, I mean, for sure, a dream come true. Um, you know, validation for the podcast as well, having Stephen Bray and the Breakfast Club on, you know, individually and together. I mean, there were so many questions answered, and um, I thought I would never be able to live to tell that I'd spoke, spoken to Stephen Bray, but here we are, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I loved 
you and Liberty speaking to Vincent Patterson and James Foley, answering questions I needed answers to, um, you know, and then the additional uh, dancers that you guys spoke to. And of course, Maxi Shield from Down Under, that was such a treat. But I mean, one of my favorite things that I saw was you roller skating with Madonna in New York City. Like, <laughs> what? You know? <laughs> yeah, I think the scar from my leg where somebody <laughs> fell and kicked me with their skate has almost, almost faded six months later. Uh, oh my gosh. Oh my God. I was. Oh, wait, I, and I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention, you know, the, the special movie episodes, which just like, that's like, that's what I love. And I love that you guys did that. It's great. I, I, I was going to say, I do think that one of my favorite moments this season, which I'm shocked to be able to say, was. Reviewing Shanghai Surprise. <laughs> I, I'm I'm surprised that Shanghai Surprise was one of my favorite things to do this season. I, I it was the first time I had watched it in since it came out, and I was I, I now love that movie for some strange reason. <laughs> well, that and it's such a time capsule. That was the thing I really appreciated after rewatching that movie is what a time capsule it is. And it's funny that social media has been posting so many old pictures. I guess people thought Sean Penn might show up in Miami. And I and it made me think about that time period. I'm like, do you really want to go back to that? But nonetheless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and we also had, I mean, I loved this past year. We also, you know, obviously Tony's return from sabbatical. He, he, yes, he took leave and then, and then rejoined us, thankfully. And, well, you know, uh, sometimes life gets in the way, but um, I'm back and I'm excited for season five and what, what will happen in our future for the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've also, you know, had the return of Pink Donna. Donna left us, and then Auburn Donna joined us, and she's been she's been just as eventful as Pink Donna has been. Well, Auburn Donna is also known as No Brow Donna. Yeah, <laughs> good point. <laughs> Bleached Brow Donna. I mean, I, I think it was you, Stefan, that brought up that uh, you know we have these similarities in both of the um, sex book release parties from '92 and 2022, where no brows, no panties, no brows. <laughs> And braids with both both looks. Yep. I yes. love that. Yes, the we, we will wonderful. we will we will get to the the sex party in, in a moment. But uh, I also I I obviously we had finally enough love. Finally enough love was released. We had it was sort of like a dual roll out. Yeah. We got the the mini version for her pride performance, and what a pride performance it was. And then oh, yes. we also got the official. 50 song rollout a little later mm-hmm. with the roller skating party. I mean, it was, it was a fun summer with Madonna. Yeah. I mean, is it safe to say that finally enough love is the first, uh, release from the Warner brothers catalog reissues? What, is that safe to say, or do you think that's like a one-off? I can't be sure. I don't know. Yeah, I, I've, I've learned question. to not theorize too much because you will get taken to task on mm-hmm. social media comments. Oh, speaking of, I did want to say, yes, I know, back when we talked about her bleached eyebrows making a return, I did say we hadn't seen her bleached eyebrows since her Dita days, and someone took me to task in our comments saying, um, no, the last time we saw them was Drown World Tour. And so, yes, I had forgotten oh, that that's she, true. Did have, she did oh, have yeah. bleached eyebrows during Drown World Tour. So I do want to own up to my mistake. I apologize. 
I'm well, you know, it, sometimes in the drowned world, look, it's hard to really focus on that when you're looking at these incredible Gautier plaid, you know, skirt sets, you know? Mm-hmm. And the dancers. Mm-hmm. Those bodies. Let, Antonio. Antonio. <laughs> no, I, I just, to Tony's question, I just looked it up on Spotify. The Finally Enough Love, the 50-track piece, is licensed under Rhino as part of the Warner deal. That's why Rhino Records' Twitter account has been tweeting so many of the pictures and the goings-on this week, which they started popping up in my Twitter feed, and I thought, oh, that's weird. Why am I suddenly seeing all these Rhino Records? And then I go and look, and I'm like, wow, they're basically like Liz Rosenberg on Twitter. Like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Well, no, no, I'm, I'm glad you confirmed that because, you know— uh, Stefan, like Stefan just mentioned, it's like, we can't really hold her to anything. You know, if this is not what we expected one of the first releases from the Warner deal to look like. So it's like, she's kind of managing our expectations. It's like, oh, you thought it was going to be like a prayer plus six new tracks. Uh, No, that's not how we're doing it. So here we go. Well, like I said, I I also think that there, those re-releases were meant to happen, but they were meant to happen while she was working on the biopic. And since the biopic has been sort of temporarily put on hold, so have the re-releases because she wants to do new music. You know, if she's going on tour, she don't want to have like a prayer reissue coming out while she's doing that. She wants fresh. She wants new. Um, remember, you can find us on Instagram at MLVC Podcast. You can also donate to the podcast on Venmo at MLVC Podcast or think about becoming a subscriber on Patreon, patreon.podbean.com forward slash MLVC Podcast. I like to get that out of the way uh, up front of the show now so that way people don't tune us out at the end. <laughs> Good idea. Yeah. But before we wrap up season four, we had we just had to talk about one of the biggest, most unthinkable events to ever occur in Madonna's career. She's always bringing us goodies. And of course, you know, she'll take you there. We've got a lot to discuss today. So don't just stand there. Let's get to it. It's time for this week in Chaconi. See, I get what I want. The big topic of du jour is obviously madonna's sex book reissue we had alluded to it and now we're gonna deep dive on it what did you all think i mean originally obviously a little background for everyone originally published in 1992 alongside the release of her erotica album sex which sold out its original publication run became one of the most sought after photo books in the art world Now, 30 years later, as part of Art Basel in Miami, we have seen the official republication of this iconic book. Madonna teamed up with Yves Saint Laurent to celebrate the 30th anniversary of the book. They constructed a sex book pop-up shop on the beach of Miami with over 16 prints of photographs that were contained in the book. And 800 copies of the book were available for sale, as well as a t-shirt and tote bag. They are available at outrageously expensive prices, but it's all for a good cause. Proceeds are meant to go to Madonna's Razi Malawi charity. So boys, what do we think of the reissue? Well, I want to know who found the 800 copies of sex that were hiding in the Maverick storage (laughs) locker in Beverly Hills. Give that person a raise. (laughs) Right. Ricardo found them in the back of her closet in the Upper West Side mm-hmm. apartment that he crashes at. 
Or maybe Lola needed the space in the storage unit for like a <laughs> rehearsal studio. That could be it too. Uh, the mind wanders. I mean, I, I'm still thinking about what, you know, Rocco and Lola are saying to each other while they're standing in front of a blown up portrait of their nude mother hitchhiking in Miami, you know? <laughs> I think that's probably the least of what they've seen. <laughs> right? Oh, imagine Yeah. That. The stories. Those walls could talk. I, well, I don't. I, I'm excited to see the reissue of the book and sort of the celebration of the period. And it's been very interesting in how the media. Ha, well, the media has covered it minimally mm-hmm. at best compared to how it was in 1992. But it's been very interesting to see, particularly young queer people today on social media who are sort of paying attention to the moment and engaging with it in a way, not just making fun of her appearance or, you know, granny jokes or any of that kind of stuff, but really interrogating what the book was and what it looks like in today's sort of, I I hate to use this word, that the sort of presentism that the right wing Mm -hmm. is trying to co-opt right now, but this Mm -hmm. idea of looking at things with the present standard of art and culture. But this is actually a case where that's beneficial because it causes you to realize just how far ahead of its time mm-hmm. that yep. book was both as an art object and as a subject and as someone that famous doing it and the level of critique, Scrutiny. news coverage, and, and social dialogue that it occupied in that month time when it came out. And nothing dominates culture like that anymore in the social media era and i've really been thinking about that a lot and so i'm very grateful that it's back out and that she's sell and she's celebrating it like she's engaging with it which i was just like oh i don't know how to feel about this like it's like it felt so old school and i didn't want it to feel nostalgic and it doesn't and so it's just wonderful it's just wonderful no i i agree with you there because i you know erotica and sex were two of my favorite madonna projects and to see her kind of revisit that and in a non-ironic way is Mm -hmm. something we've all kind of maybe wished for and um you know it's holding it up as it should be because this is this is a a monumental work that no one has really been able to duplicate as ben says you know just like total media domination that's a very important word for to use there tony is unironic like which she is always like oh i'm being ironic but there's no irony here it's so genuine and no. celebratory and that's so important it's wonderful yeah and it, it, it has grown as an art piece and, you know, I mean, the photos stand up to today's standards. I mean, they're kind of timeless now. And I'm interested in, in actually seeing what some of the unreleased shots that are that were blown up and shown in the uh, exhibition. We haven't really been able to see those. Um, so I'm curious to see what those look like. And um, and also just to look through the book in its reissued form, because um, I'm sure there may be minor tweaks and you know, um, I don't, improvements, if you will. I mean, I don't know. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Well, I know for one thing, they have not switched. I, I mean, to debunk your theory, I, I do believe they are originally reproduced copies because the the new books do not contain a CD inside the Mylar wrapping. So uh, unless maybe there was 
maybe that's why they have 800 copies laying around. Maybe there was in the, during the original run, 800 copies didn't get, didn't get the original CD. And they were like, we can't sell these. We can't sell these. And so they tucked them in Madonna's vault. And suddenly now Madonna's like, yeah, let's just get rid of them. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised the erotic remix didn't show up on our streaming last Friday. No, that would have been wonderful. But that might be part of the reissue plan down the road. If they reissue erotica with goodbye to innocence, the erotica, you know, sex book, remix like there might be other things coming down the road with that so we don't we don't know because I, I know i was sad that goodbye to innocence did not get a, a re-release but i'm sure it's well, that's a rights issue right because of where it was on that the just say row yeah the just say row and i think it's licensed under a different uh record label yeah i mean that's interesting and then you know we got up down suite which is basically goodbye to innocence you know oh, stretched out song. over nine minutes but it's yeah, I'm just glad we have that, you know, the uh, Waiting Remix. And, oh, that uh, Waiting Remix is so heaven. I've been so listening good. to it on repeat. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? I've loved this. The th- I'm so happy that it was the 30th anniversary of Erotica. I mean, it's, like Tony said, it's one of my favorite eras of Madonna as well. And I feel like I'm able to appreciate it very differently now that I'm older. I think when it first came out, I was a little scared about what was going on with Madonna. I, I was, you know, she was kissing men she was kissing women she was naked all over the place and i was just like i don't know what's happening to madonna now i'm just like rocket dita you know this is amazing good for Uh, you and i'm just happy that we it she's giving it the attention that it deserves and that other people are finally appreciating it it's amazing that so many people are applauding her for this and i'm like well that was only it only took you 30 years you know where where were you 30 years ago when she was getting shit on left and right so (laughs) Well, Madonna wouldn't be Madonna if she didn't extract some money from our bank accounts. So I see that she's got some merch being sold here through YSL. Um, it's it's this really cute black t-shirt that has the sex logo in the front. Yeah, I think there's a tote bag too, all black with a little, uh, you know, monocle you know, monogram of sex. And, um, you know, it can be yours for, I think, around $250. Um, you know, Stefan, Ben, and I, uh, we're probably not going to be purchasing these for ourselves, but if any of our fans would like to send us each one of these, then <laughs> go right ahead. Christmas is right around the corner. Christmas, and we... yeah, it's on my Christmas wish list. Exactly. I'm going to you know, play we... the lottery and buy one for all of us. That's uh, how we're going to get it. I mean, the way I look at it is like, you know, this podcast provides a service and it has for four years (laughs) and, you know, it's time to grease the wheel, guys, you know, so um, send us some sex. And also, I think the book, uh, the book's been marked down, right? It's a discount price. Yes. uh, Christmas sale. I think it was originally uh, $27.50 on the YSL site and they've they've marked it down. It's now a a scant $2,200. Oh, that's adorable. I love, I mean, I love the 150 million percent markup from the $50 or was it 49.99? It's like I've said, inflation's real y'all, you know, $50 in 1992 (laughs) now translates to 27.50. I mean, now you have me wanting to go to Google and see what that actually would, what the inflation would be. Actually, I, I, I read the other day, I think the book would have cost us, um, up to $90 now with um Oh, that's inflation. it? I see. I would figure yeah, it would not, be more than that. that well, so I also wanted to talk about the party because obviously, you know, in addition to the 
little exhibit that they concocted on the beach in uh, in Miami, which it was a beautiful building. I don't know if you got a chance to see what the building looked like. It was, it was very gorgeous. cool, very mm-hmm. chic. I was like, can this be my house? I want to move into that building. Beachfront property. I mean, come on. But uh, looked super chic. And Thursday night, Madonna had her little get-together. It was the opening night party. Fashion elite. Beyond belief, were there. She held court with the kids. Lord, were there? The kids were there. Lourdes yep. and Rocco. I think there was, you know, her Evan Evan Mock from Gossip Girl. He loves to chat around Madonna. He was there. Tony Ward, ex boyfriend and participant in the sex book, was there. Yeah, Zoe Kravitz was there. Honey Dijon was spinning, which is interesting because you know Zoe Kravitz, the daughter of one of Madonna's ex boyfriends. You know, cute. You know? I was disappointed that we didn't see any Naomi Campbell or Vanilla or Ice or oh yeah, where was Stephen Mizell? But you know, he hasn't been seen in public a lot lately, so mm. who knows. He doesn't want to go out in the sunshine, maybe? I, I mean, it could be. But what did you all think of the party? I thought she looked great. I loved her little outfit. I thought it looked... Mm-hmm. That everybody looked... I like that people were pretty on theme with, like, black and white. Like, everyone was dressed in gorgeous, like, black and mesh and see-through. And a lot of the creatives were there, too. Like, JR and some of the... And let, you mentioned Honey Dijon, all the people that uh-huh. she's been working with lately, which I'm excited for Honey to be around for other reasons. But anyway, we can talk about that later. Also, it's interesting when you go through the pictures, you get to see glimpses. We were talking earlier about what were some of the photos that that were sort of new or or different. In some of the photos from the event, you can see a couple of them on the back wall, like in the front when you clearly walk into the space. Where like the one where she's got the toe in her mouth and yada, yada, yada. Right, right. But toward the back, you can see some full color ones that look like the new pictures that maybe we haven't seen before. There's a couple. Well, of I, so I think what's interesting about the, the blow up images at the, you know, the images that have been enlarged at the event was some of the pictures that they did use at the event are in the book, but there's like an overlay on some of them. So like there's a picture of her uh, squatting on the lawn, lighting a cigarette. And in the book, that's completely covered with lyric or like some writings that she's uh-huh. done. So you yes. don't really get a clear image or clear view of that picture. And it's gorgeous. Like the quality is so gorgeous. Uh, I, I would love to see them in person. Oh, did you see that Guy Osiri talked about being there? And he said, YSL, can we take this show on the road? And I thought, can please. we please take this around to like a New York museum, you know, like an LA museum, something like just tote it around. I would go see it in a heartbeat and do more like yeah. just to have the whole book up for display. I wonder if there is a blown up, uh, version of that infamous outtake of Madonna peeing in the toilet. Cause we want to see that. I want to see that. <laughs> I do. On the, on the actual, the YSL account, that photo you were talking about, Stefan, with where she's lighting the cigarette and the purse is in front of her, that's actually featured in the background of one of the portraits of one of the celebrity guests on YSL's Instagram. Yes. I, had, I was like, wait, I know the photo you're talking about and I had to go and find it. Well, and if you want to see some really amazing outtakes, I don't know if you know, so Stella uh, what is her name? Stella, Stella Ellis. Ellis. She was the plus size model that was in the little comic book strip um, that they put with Dita in the very back of the sex book. And she also was one of the 
people in the the dungeon scenarios where she's sort of like getting whipped with a riding crop and wow. Yes, yes. So Stella Ellis has been posting all of these fantastic outtakes that I have never seen from the sex book sessions. And they're amazing. And I'm like, oh my God, how many outtakes are there that we haven't seen? Like there's one of her washing Madonna in a soapy bathtub. And I thought, I've never seen this. Uh-huh. So go on to Stella Ellis's account and see the treats that she's been posting the last two days. They're amazing. And I'm going to try to get her on the show. Yeah, I know. I've, I've been following her for a long time. She's incredible. She's uh, also a former Terry Mugler model. Yes. And, but yeah, what I, what, when I see those images, it just reminds me that, you know, the sex book was shot on super eight film and these are stills taken from the film. So there are hours and hours and hours of film, you know, silent film that they took and, um, you know, you can see a lot of that footage in the uh, erotica video, but I want to see it completely, you know? Right. That could be part of the sex book tour when mm-hmm. they, you know, show the exhibit around, you know, I could see it at MoMA and they would have a room with the, with the film and, you know, the rest of it would just be, you know, maybe they could have like mannequins with uh-huh. some of the outfits on reenacting some of the scenes, you know, like they could hang a, they could suspend a <laughs> harness and <laughs> I think they just need to have the photos in <laughs> extra big size and people will come because yeah. they'll have a big part Party, it'll make the news. You know, Art Basil is sort of under the radar for a lot, you know. I it's mean, for those know that know, it. right, Ben? Right, right. But it's not like a widely known thing. Right. Like, you're right. If they took money. it to New York, it's, it's it would. It's money. You know, we don't have the money oh, to go to Art. I don't have yeah, the money to go to Art. Yeah, that's a very Basil. expensive Oh, event. you're right. I remember they did take it to New York in 2019, and it was kind of a flop. Yes. They had like a version of it, and it didn't do very well. Mm-hmm. What, Art Basil? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, but it's, they, it's a place where rich people from around the world like to get together and, and brag about how much money they spent on art. And mm-hmm. Madonna's no exception. <laughs> She's been one of the most astute art collectors, you know, since the mid-80s. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I lo- she looked like she was having fun. She was dancing with Honey Dijon. And um, I did notice she arrived to the party in heels, but she then switched over to those those boots that she loves from uh, Donatella. And uh, good for her because... I, I can't imagine walking around on sand and heels. That would be a, that's, no. that's a, that's a, a, that's a ankle dislocation waiting to happen. Well, you Absolutely. know, Dita did that, but Madonna's she's, not doing she's that. She's smarter. D, the the yeah. Dita of 2022 is smarter than the, the Dita of your. Well, she's also getting into hopefully touring shape. So she's not going to do anything that could injure herself. Now, well, is, she, is I'm, that, glad, is that, I'm glad that you brought that up, Benjamin. Well, that, was yeah, next I mean, item, that was next item on my list. Is that <laughs> real? I've been hearing things here and there. And you know me, I like full press release, you know, until I start talking about things. So, That's yeah, true. what's going on? Is there a tour? So I, I cannot confirm or deny <laughs> if the rumor is true or not. For because I've signed an NDA, I'm just kidding. No, my, Stefan knows people. He knows. I people. know. I do know people. I hear things. I think I get told things in passing. But um, all I can say is my crystal ball is telling me <laughs> that uh, Madonna's tour announcement is not going to arrive until 2023. Now, not in December like we originally forecasted, but the crystal ball is telling me that announcement has been moved to January. Um, Maybe Is it it possible it was because of the Ticketmaster debacle with Taylor Swift? I don't know I don't know, you know, maybe 
who knows? This might be a stretch. Maybe she'll show up at the Super Bowl with Rihanna and she'll announce it that night. Wouldn't that be fun? I, <laughs> no, remember I that, that rumor from a few together. years ago? Remember that rumor <laughs> from a few years ago with the weekend? And it was like very elaborately described and then nothing <laughs> right. happened, right? She bought his house. Um, that was the rumor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but she would be. She would be. Where is the Super Bowl this year? I have no idea. But she would oh. be in rehearsals for that already. Oh no! Know? Yeah, that's like a pie yeah. in the sky, you know, shot in the dark. But my hope is that she shows up at the Grammys and her and Beyonce perform the Queen's remix and get a bunch of people on stage, since they'll all be in one place. That's my dream. Oh yeah, let's have Solange on. Stage then she announces the tour. Either which way, seeing Madonna dance at Art Basel confirmed that she is definitely getting tour ready she was m- moving like no other 64 year old i have ever seen yeah i hope i can move like that at 64 i can barely move like that now at almost 50 <laughs> so lord help it uh-huh it's money benjamin you, you it, hire that this is true. A trainer you need a trainer and uh, a massage therapist and a macrobiotic and uh, a lawyer a manager a nanny and a chef <laughs> a yep. nanny and a chef but yes. at least she still had her glass of rosé i was like oh she hasn't gone all the way back to being strict she's got that glass of rosé oh i miss that macrobiotic madonna though uh, no. I think about that icky, whatever that was she was eating seaweed in Truth or Dare. And I was yeah. just like, that just, even in black and white, that looks absolutely <laughs> disgusting. Like, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> well, also, speaking of next year, um, apparently Tokisha is coming out with her debut album next year. And it is rumored that when Madonna and Tokisha were in the studio recording vocals for the Hung Up remix, they have also decided to record an original song. Uh, some sleuthing Madonna fans went online and were able to discover that there is a song registered uh, called A Woman's Work Is Never Done, and it is meant to be appearing on Tokisha's album, and that is am- apparently the song that Madonna and Tokisha have worked on. And if you do go back uh, on social media when they were in the studio, they hashtagged a woman's work is never done. And we all know Madonna loves to hashtag songs of titles that we don't know about yet. And it's like a wink, wink to what's forthcoming. So, well, I'm still th- waiting for hashtag magic. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh but no, this is God. exciting. This is very, very Maluma-esque and I like it. You know, it's like, let's, let's hang out with the Latins. Let's make some Latin music. And, um, Let's rebrand Madonna as, you know, a collaborator with these, you know, up and coming artists. It's really cool. Yeah, it's it's also fun when she's doing that and she's having fun with it. It yeah. just and it comes across and it's just not forced and it I yeah, I like the fun of it. Tony, what vibe do you think we'll get from that collaboration? I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I really was surprised by the Hung Up remix. Um, I thought it worked really well. I've listened to some of Takesha's music, and it's not... It's hard to categorize because it's Latin, but it's also very street and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, reminds me a lot of, like, you know, New York um, underground, you know, rap music or dance music. I don't know. It's hard to categorize. So I'm just going to wait and see, like all of us, you know? Ben, what do you hope it will be? Well, I think it's going to be exactly, and I think we talked about this in a previous This Week in Chaconi, that my partner used to live up in Washington, Dominican Heights area. And like, 
I've listened to Tokisha and her sound is what you hear on the street when you walk down like Broadway and other streets in that neighborhood. Like it's that whole energy and vibe. And I could totally see them doing something in that vein. And maybe Madonna's on the hook and has a good bridge. Hopefully she wrote that bridge and it's a very Madonna bridge because we mm-hmm. like a Madonna bridge. Um, <laughs> that's, that's what I expect. Yeah. Is I hear it. I can't really describe it, but it's like a totally like subdued groove that makes that just gives you that energy of like walking down the street and everybody's talking and it's like exciting and fun. Yeah, I I definitely agree. And I think that hopefully that's the vibe they're going for. I mean, as long as she stays away from the champagne rose, we'll be we'll be fine. <laughs> oh, you know? Sign of the cross for that. Oh my god. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um Boys, did you have any other items that you wanted to discuss? Um, I just wanted to reiterate that we are very, you know, excited about this, you know, reissue of the sex book and that we will be accepting all gifts this December. Um, <laughs> but, you know, there's a lot of like cute merch still on Madonna.com. So, um, so yeah, I mean, you know, as far as like Christmas shopping, you've got, you know, you've got your work cut out for you people. Exactly. Avoid having Tony naked on the highway hitchhiking for a ride. <laughs> Although if that's what it takes to get somebody to buy me a copy, I'll do it. Yeah, finally, enough love. You know? <laughs> I, I'm like, I mean, it's winter, but I will do it if you someone will send me a copy. <laughs> yeah, we'll just fly to Miami and do it in Miami. Yeah. Work but all in all, guys, I mean, think of it. We've had a full year of Madonna stuff that you know, we really are not used to this, you know? Yeah, she um, hasn't disappeared for a hot minute like she yeah. so often does. Yeah. You know, it, things were a little here or there in 2021 but you know i think madonna just pulled herself up by her bootstraps like she always does and said all right guys it's time to get to work and the frozen remix era is over so let's move on from there and i'm so glad she did i'm gonna do a sign of the cross for that one too ben (laughs) absolutely and to your question Stefan, about what what other thing we would say i back to what i was talking about earlier I would actually encourage all of our listeners, because you can access most of this stuff through your public library, it's all in databases, is to go back and read some of the essays and stories from Time and Newsweek and Entertainment Weekly, and even some literary, like humanities journals that were publishing essays and stuff about the sex book at the time that it came out. Don't read the stuff that revisits it and has sort of revisionist take. Read what people were saying at the time and then sit with it in the here and now and all the progress and change that we've had in those 30 years since Clinton became president and you know, they instituted don't ask, don't tell. And there were advances, but a lot of setbacks with Defensive Marriage Act and like that. And just sit with that and think about that 30-year arc of change. Mm-hmm. And reading those articles now is, it was very, it, I felt out of body, but also I, I couldn't believe. I'm like, wow, the world has just changed in such amazing ways, e- even in this small thing that Mm-hmm. It really made me appreciate it. And that, I think that was the biggest thing I've gotten out of this re-release, other than seeing the pictures like blown up and yeah. just remembering how much I enjoyed that book, is to it really made me think about and appreciate how much societal and cultural change that we've experienced and how how much that book and what she was doing really was pushing that forward in a way we probably didn't understand at the time. 
Very well said. I Amen. also want to let our listeners know, for some of those that don't have their own copy of the sex book, you can go online. Uh, an intrepid Madonna fan put it on a PDF. So if you just Google sex Madonna PDF, it will pop right up. And I recommend lighting a candle, dimming the lights, putting on erotica, and <laughs> just spending time with the book and reading what she wrote and just really thinking about those photos. Um, maybe not, not, not all of us know where the, you know, the references where they came from, but a lot of it is basically like a look inside Madonna's mind. And it's really interesting when you look at it in, in that respect. Absolutely. It, and certain parts of it really represent a New York city that doesn't really exist anymore. Exactly. Like Mm -hmm. that's wild to the stuff. I just glimpsed very quickly at the stuff that Stella's posting. I'm like, wow, like those places. I mean, there's a few spots in New York that are still like that, but not like they used to be. It's just completely changed since then it's wild to think about yeah but donna created a time capsule of a place and time and um i'm so glad she did you know yes, she's got a good yes. eye she, you know we we can say a lot of things about madonna but she's got good taste absolutely agreed uh well everyone that's our show for today that concludes our season four I would like to personally thank Tony and Liberty and Ben for joining me on this podcasting journey. It's been so great to have your energies on the show. Tony, did you have anything that you wanted to say before we sign off for the season? Yes, I was actually going to thank you and um, Liberty and Ben. I feel like we've got this little Madonna Scooby gang and it's cute. And I love that we all have, you know, we all have share the love of Madonna, but we also have different points of view and i think that's interesting for our listeners and and for us too i mean we we are never bored here are we <laughs> agree are not ben do you have anything any parting final thoughts of season four just only to say how much fun this is and i'm glad that people enjoy it and we need to let everybody know that yes we are working on the screenplay for nikki's revenge during the I mean, well, from your mouth to God's ears, I mean, I dream about Nick, you know, who's that girl to Nikki's revenge pretty much every day, at least once a day, you know? <laughs> oh my gosh. I have ideas. I've got the axe. Like we, we can do this. I mean, we can get Griffin Dunn to direct. He wants to direct. Yeah. Now, so. <laughs> Julia Garner's not going to be doing the biopic anytime soon. She can, she can play Nikki Finn. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. We can do a whole time travel plot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, before we go, I have a very small Christmas gift to give to Ben and Tony and Liberty. Uh, this is a little something I pulled together real quick uh, last night as I was prepping for today. <clears throat> Twas the MLVC before Christmas and all through the podcast. Every listener was stirring. They were having a blast. Ben's stockings were hung by the chimney with care and filled with gin, bourbon, tanqueray, and some ale. With Liberty nestled all snug with her guitar, while melodies of her number one songs danced by the stars. And Tony was frolicking through the streets of San Fran with tinsel and glitter and holiday plans. When out on the lanai there arose something in the air, I sprang from my microphone to see if it was like a prayer. Away to the borderline I flew like a virgin, tore open the shutters to see what I could be observing. When what to my wondering eyes should appear but Madonna as Dita with grills dancing near, 
She was dressed all in leather from her head to her feet, with a bustier and riding crop to make the outfit complete. She was curvy and vivacious, a right sexy femme fatale, and I moaned when I saw her in spite of it all. A wink of her eye and a crack of her whip soon gave me to know I would get a kiss on the lips. She spoke not a word, but went straight to her work and filled all the stockings, then gave me a smirk. And laying her hand down below in her crotch, she commanded I stand there and asked me to watch. She sprang to her sling, gave the rope a great tug, and I knew that her plan was to teach me to fuck. But I heard her exclaim as she climaxed so right, my name is Mistress Dita, and happy Christmas tonight. Yeah. Oh, that is so good. And um, I mean, I love the juxtaposition of Christmas and BDSM. It it always it always should have been put together, and now it has been. You know. So thank you, Stefan. Whole new meaning to Santa baby. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for my new Christmas wish. You know. Uh, Well, remember, everybody, MLVC will return in 2023 for season five, where we will continue to talk about Madonna Louise, Veronica Ciccone, and her ongoing adventures. We look forward to having you all along for the ride. Until next time. Thank you. Thank you. You fucking talk, all talking over the whole thing. Thank you. Please, no pictures, please. Okay. Here's, ladies and gentlemen, is a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> Woohoo! Hey. Thank you. Thank you. You've been a great crowd. <laughs>